Welcome back for another video. Just finished recording and I've come back to redo the intro because it's a great video we've got ahead here. As always, every Friday we're going to be looking at what the FPL experts are up to this game week, including chip usage, their transfer plans and the experts team. It's the busiest week of the season for Chibs, with a fifth of them on an active wildcard this week. Big thank you to the experts for their ongoing involvement every game week to make the series possible for us. To follow this series every week, make sure you subscribe in. Let's get into it, and at the very top of the experts league, it's James Cresswell, who scored 90 points last game week, which was a green arrow to 3k overall. Fantastic start to the season. The top expert score was Stefan, who bagged a massive 124 points. He went from well outside 1 mil to inside 200k in one go. A nice reminder of how one big game can send you flying up the ranks. In fact, on that note, here's how the overall rankings look at the various ranks right now. There were some huge scores last game week, and we always cling on to the hope that this is our week. 21 points separates 2 mil from 1 mil, 15 points separates 1 mil from 500k, and only 10 points separates 200k from 100k. So double check where you sit in this table and set a reasonable target for the weekend. This week in the Experts League only 9% are rolling, exactly a quarter spending one transfer, 28% making two, 14% making three. For the first time this season a few managers are making four transfers, all of them taking a minus eight hit. We've got some juicy fixtures this weekend, Liverpool home to Forest, Arsenal home to Sheffield United and Aston Villa home to Luton. Given the large number of hits in the Experts League, if you can see a hit or two that makes sense for your team, for some picks like Salah, Saka and Watkins etc, don't be afraid to go there if it feels right. 21% have got their wildcard active this week, we've got a wildcard team from a top manager to run through later. So here's who those transfers are being spent on this week, Saka's top with a massive 48% picking him up. This really emphasises just how fast the experts move on players. Among the entire player base, coincidentally his ownership is also 48% and this week alone in the experts league his ownership's increased by that much. Question is, is he essential? To play devil's advocate, definitely not essential. It's a bit of a question mark still whether he is still carrying that injury, and in many cases, Madison's not an obvious sell given his form, particularly if you've got other priorities in your team. However, there is a great graphic here from Rob TFPL. To put Arsenal's fixture into context, these are the most favourable fixtures all season in terms of projected goals. Arsenal vs Sheffield United with three projected goals is top for this season. City close behind in the games when they played against Forest and Fulham. Sheffield United's injury list is mounting. They've got several players out in defence and they've got McBurney out as well. He's been a great outlet for long balls. As such, Gabriel's the second top transfer in and looking at a similar chart here for the best clean sheet odds this season, Arsenal joint top again. Man City had the same odds when they faced Sheffield United earlier this season. So Gabriel 4.7 mil route to the Arsenal defence. To play devil's advocate again, is there any possibility Arteta sees this as an opportunity to rotate in for Kivio? Probably not realistically. Midweek they've got the League Cup which is probably when you expect the rotation to occur. In Bumo Madison, the two most sold players this week, the top mids being brought in after Saka are Mitoma, Salah, Palmer, Bowen and Sum. We speculated about Simicas in last week's video and he did get the clean sheet and he even took three corners against Everton. For four and a half mil he's a bargain and this is the run of games you should get out of him with Robertson potentially out till the new year after requiring surgery. The latest on Udogi is that Postacogli said we're going to look at him and assess. It's a short turnaround so we'll have to see how he does and make a decision on the day of the game. As far as replacements, Gabriel and Simicast are the two standouts. Further down the list we've also got Cashier who's been picked up by 13%. So as we saw at the start of the video, 21% of the experts have got their wildcard active this week. 
It's turned out a popular week to wildcard because of some favourable fixtures. Aston Villa, West Ham, Liverpool, Brighton all have a great run ahead. And Man United facing Man City, which is also an opportunity to sell Rashford and Bruno if you still have them. Mel has his wildcard active. He has some impressive finishes in the last few seasons of 13k, 7k and 17k. His team is as follows on the wildcard. Turner and Ariola in goal. Gabriel Byrne, Cash, Taylor, Simicast in defence. Saka and Bumo, Salah, Palmer and Son in midfield. And up top, João Pedro, Watkins and Harlem. He's also shared some commentary behind the decision to pull the trigger and the reason behind the picks. For the goalkeeping positions, the main focus has been to minimise the amount of money spent with the emergence of two playing originally four mil goalkeepers. In defence, I've decided to opt against the more expensive likes of Trent and Trippier. They're both still great options, but fitting them in whilst keeping other heavy hitters of the team requires too many sacrifices. Simicast and Gabro in particular provide great value at this point, given that they retain their positions, which I assume they will. Cash is a good option for the coming period, and the timing's particularly good as the first game after the wildcard is against Luton. The last relevant piece of defence is Burn, who's still a solid, stable option for the squad. The midfield's pretty much been the same in all of my drafts. Salah, Son and Saka speak for themselves, with the more interesting picks being Palmer and the fact that I'm keeping him Bumo. Palmer's in as some kind of enabler. I picked him up at only 4.9 mil, which is wonderful for a Chelsea winger who's also presumably on penalties. The reasoning for keeping him Bumo is that I don't see the likes of Bowen, Diaby or Mitoma as way better options, so for me I'd rather not wildcard into having to transfer Bumo into the squad again in a couple of weeks time, he's still a phenomenal option. The best budget forwards are João Pedro, Archer and Foster. I really do believe Foster's a great option for Burnley's upcoming run of fixtures, but faces me with a problem around game week 21 when AFCON comes around, as he is from South Africa. I would then possibly have Salah and Bumo and Foster out for that period. Some will also be going away around that time to play in the Asian Cup. With these things being taken into consideration, I had two options left and have opted for Xiao Pedro. With Welbeck picking up an injury and Xiao Pedro being able to play both striker and behind the striker, I think his minutes are solid enough to justify the 0.8 mil extra over Archer. In the worst case scenario where his minutes drop, he's still cheap enough to place third on the bench. We've got one more wildcard from Joey who's finished top 10k several times in the last few years. His team's slightly different with Bowen rather than Mbumo and Archer rather than Jao Pedro in the main differences. He sent a quick note in this morning. Very close to locked in here. The two floating positions at the moment are Palmer and Bowen who could easily become Matoma and Neto which would be a bit more differential. There is a slight temptation to work Maguire into this team as he looks to have surpassed Lindelof after recent performances but I don't want to risk it right now. Delighted to be finally back on the Salah train after last weekend. Him, Son and Haaland were non-negotiables in every draft and they're all undroppable right now for me. Hoping to kick on with this wildcard team after a slow start to the season. Thanks very much for sending in lads and best of luck on the wildcards. Captain sees a big one this week. We're spoiled for choice of Son, Saka, Haaland, Salah, Watkins and Trippi, all genuinely good picks. Here's what they're doing this week. 72% are captain in Salah. In second it's Watkins with 11% and then Haaland with just 8%. Saka gets 6%, Son captained by just two managers and one manager's captain in Trippier. Here's how the latest FPL projections look. Super close but it is Salah top. It's actually Saka in second and then Erdegaard, Watkins, Martinelli and Haaland. In terms of pure goalscorer odds, Haaland's actually the man with 50% against Man United. Let's not forget Man United are suffering a few injuries at the back themselves and they barely scraped a 1-0 win just a few days ago home to Copenhagen, so what will this Man City side do against them? 
The recurring message of this week is to go with your gut and captaincy. There really are so many great options this week, and no one can confidently say Haaland's going to outscore Salah, or Saka's going to outscore Son, etc. Do let us know in the comments who your captain will be, I'll read every comment. And if you have enjoyed this video so far, consider subscribing, it's completely free and it supports the channel. Moving on to the experts team for Game Week 10. It's a bit challenging this week to project how the team's going to fall with so many wildcards active. In goal it's Areola, home to Everton. In defence we've got Simicast, Cash and Gabriel. A midfield five of Salah captain, Son, Diaby, Saka and Mbumo. Up top Haaland and then Watkins vice captain. Rightly or wrongly, Alvarez and Madison have both left the team this week. Kabore has also left the team in favour of Taylor. Burnley do have a great run of games ahead, so he's a perfect enabler for your bench at 3.9 mil. How many players do you have from the experts team? Trippi's ownership is actually 48% among the experts, which is high enough to be in the experts team, but would be well over budget so he misses out. We'll have a really good picture of the experts ownership in next week's video. As always, we ask the experts to send in their tips and thoughts for Game Week 10. Darren Howe was one of the experts who made four transfers this week for a minus eight. He says, the mini wildcard, first hits of the season, so I'm comfortable with a minus eight. It keeps my wildcard for Gamic 19, with this refresh midway through the first half of the season. Flair Player says, there's been some big rank swings lately, but this can be achieved sometimes by just being patient. Jim says, I wonder if wildcarders going without Haaland this week should try to build a bench boostable squad for next week or another week in the near future. It seems like a good way to redress the balance of going without him or pressing home the advantage of the extra budget going without him allows. Andrew Debenham says, Madison has been a brilliant FPL asset so far this season, but us FPL managers need to be ruthless in our team selection. Triple Spurs with some of their upcoming fixtures seems a bit too many to hold and Saka looks essential. I'll be behind the sofa or off for a long walk on Friday evening though. FPL Analyst says, A real quandary this week with so many permutations, it really comes down to who you really want to prioritise in the team. All routes are viable at this stage, including no Haaland or Salah. Go with your gut and keep an element of flexibility if possible. FPL Charmanator says, With a heavy heart, I need to transfer out Alvarez to get Watkins, who looks to be a great option for the next three weeks. We need to sync our playstyle to hop on and off players this season more than ever. Matthew Hogg says, Bottled selling Haaland, but I like to sleep well. Thanks for watching. If you appreciate the time that goes into each video, make sure you hit like before you go and subscribe to follow this series every week. We'll be live for the deadline later. See you then. Sports Social Podcast Network.